<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, good morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical fitness lover, Caitlin Nolan. That's me if you guys are new here. I'm actually sitting in the car right now. I just picked up a smoothie. I'm on my way to the beach. Sunday mornings are pretty much my favorite time of the entire week. So it's pretty much always when I record or like Sunday nights. But it's funny. I feel like a lot of people always assume I like record in a studio or they will DM me and ask me like, what equipment do you use? And they assume I have this really put together situation when I'm literally recording in my car on my laptop. And it's just funny. But I like to record when I'm just like in the moment and I feel like chatting with you guys and I know it's been a while. It's been two weeks since the last time I uploaded. I promise starting now every single week, every Monday, expect these podcasts to go live at 10 a.m. like they used to. Life has just been crazy and I feel like I almost recorded a whole episode just kind of updating you guys on my life, but I feel like I don't even want to waste time focusing on things that have kind of been like going wrong not wrong but I've been a little bit more emotional lately like about my family not living in the same state as me Coco just got surgery so we've been staying home and I don't want to like dwell on a lot of things that aren't going right in my life when there's so much that is going right and that's just kind of what I want to talk about today I don't want to dwell I don't want to waste a whole hour of your life just chatting about things that have been like bugging me I feel like maybe in the future I will do some type of episode venting and that could be helpful because some of you might be going through something similar or struggling in your own way so it can be helpful but I just feel like what I'm here to do and like what I like to do on my platform is inspire you guys and I had this podcast episode idea just how to become confident ways to become more confident and I just want to give you literal tips of how I've become more confident the past couple of years and I'm not to say I'm the most confident person in the world and like I have my insecurities, I have my days, I have self-doubt, but because I do have that, I've been working on it for so long and the difference that two years has made is actually unbelievable. Honestly, I started feeling extremely confident after implementing these habits I'm going to talk about today. After like three months of doing them, And I've just changed my own life in so many ways in terms of fitness, in terms of health, what I eat, what I put into my body, the way that I view balance, the way I talk to myself. So I will literally do anything to help you guys out and share my experience with everything. So that's what today is. I really want to help you guys become the most confident versions of yourselves just by sharing ways that truly helped me. Obviously, before we get into it, we have to talk about my not-so-typical obsession this week, something that I've just been obsessed with this week that might not be the most typical thing, and 
honestly, it's staying consistent with my workout routine. The reason I'm saying that this is not typical is because it's summertime. And usually, at least for me, summertime is a lot less structured for me. I feel like in the past, like when Hunter was in school, summer, he was obviously off. We would vacation more. We would go to the pool, go to the beach, things like that. So the summer has always been a little bit more loose for me. And I really enjoy that. I have two sides to my personality. One is super go, go, go. I always want to be bettering myself. And then the other side of my personality is just chill. And I just want to be alone. And I just want to hang out, honestly do nothing, watch YouTube, go to the pool, lay out. And to me, that is bettering yourself because we need to take rest days. And I just find myself doing that more in the summertime. And I think a lot of people do too. But after a bunch of months of just not really feeling 100% in the gym, I re-got inspired a couple of weeks ago. And ever since I got to California, I just haven't really found my rhythm with working out. And this past week was the first week where I really did feel that again. I felt super confident in the gym. I wouldn't say I'm like the strongest I've been. I definitely am not, not even in terms of endurance. I'm definitely not the best that I've been, which is fine. I'm not always going to be at tip top endurance shape. What I'm really getting at is just the past week, I stuck to the split that I kind of set up for myself. I went and did spin two to three times this week. I think it honestly was three times. And then I also lifted two times and it just felt really good. It felt good to even just follow through with something that I said that I wanted to do and yeah even though the summer it's totally fine to just enjoy your vacations rest that's completely okay I do that too but at the same time when you set a goal for yourself it does feel really good when you do it and at the end of the day working out is just adding to my mental health it's making me happier healthier live a longer life so there's nothing wrong with wanting to stick to a workout routine it's just the way that you look at it can obviously become negative. I've talked about that so much, especially if you set a workout goal for yourself and you're not achieving it. That's where negative talk can come in. But I've just fully switched my mindset with fitness that I don't fall into those habits anymore. So that's why I'm even mentioning it. I'm just proud of myself for sticking to it this week. I feel really good. I'm excited for next week. And I honestly can say that the reason I feel so positive about fitness is because I've found the workouts that feel really good to me, like spin, like lifting, like going on walks. And I think that played a huge role in switching my mindset into a more positive mindset with fitness. So I'm able to be genuinely happy about my workout split and being excited for the following week. So that was my obsession this week. My dislike is I think that I've actually said this as my dislike before but I just do not like gloomy weather I can't it's gloomy right now I'm about to go to the beach and I honestly almost wore a sweatsuit because I know it's going to be cold I always naturally am super cold and I just don't like it I love the sunshine it puts me in such a better mood and it just hasn't been sunny here and I think it has kind of been controlling my mood which I don't love but there's nothing I can do about that I can't change the weather so yeah I just don't like the gloomy weather I'm so excited for the next couple of months I hope that it starts to get sunnier it's actually starting to get sunnier as I speak as I'm looking out my window it is a little bit sunnier so yeah you can't win at everything it's okay I'll get through June gloom July gloom we'll be okay the next thing I want to talk about I want to even share like why I think confidence is perfect or perfect why I think confidence is important 
because I think when people hear confidence, they think I'm talking about how I look because I've been open to the fact that I used to not be confident and now I'm confident. Or when I talk about like my fitness journey and how I'm so much more confident now, people usually relate that to looks when it doesn't have to do with looks. It's going to have to do with everything I'm going to share today. And you'll know by the end of the podcast that pretty much nothing I'm going to talk about today has to do with like physical appearance. Yes, it's great to feel good and feel pretty like those things are so important I love feeling pretty I love doing things like getting my nails done doing my makeup getting my hair done yes I love those things but they're just so much less important to me than the things that I'm going to talk about today and that's why I always am saying that I care about how I feel I care about how I feel because that's what's important that overrides everything to me so that's why I put so much focus on that But like, I don't want to obviously just say like, oh, I don't care how I look because you guys know I get ready all the time. I care about fashion. It's there's two sides to it, but one side is just so much more effective to me. So yeah, to me, confidence is happiness. Confidence is what makes you focus on how you feel about yourself, self-love, self-acceptance, and you don't care about what other people think. And once you reach that, to me, that's happiness. So confidence to me is happiness. And that's why I want to share how to become confident today because it's going to help you be happier. And I'm speaking from experience. When I'm not confident in myself, I'm not happy. I take everything personally. I constantly think nobody likes me. And I also don't want to say that I'm like the most confident person and that it's just that way now because I have my days. And the reason that I'm sharing my tips is because I feel like I do have a reason to because I've made so much progress with confidence, but I still want to make it clear I'm not perfect and I have bad days and, you know, I mean, I share it with you. So you guys know I have negative self-thoughts sometimes, but I will say when I'm in a room of people, I truly do feel that I'm one of the most confident people in there and I used to feel like the least confident person in there. And also a side note, I think it's really important to say I've never met a confident person who tears other people down. Literally never. I've never met someone who is tearing someone down and then is also confident. So that's the first thing I want to start off with because the number one thing when you're trying to find confidence is truly accepting the fact that it's okay that other people might not like you or they might have an opinion on you. It shouldn't matter it really shouldn't. Yes, we want to be self-aware and we want to make sure we're not hurting other people's feelings or anything like that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when someone's like talking bad about you in terms of, oh, they're annoying or, oh, I don't like their outfit. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Or, oh, she's trying to be an influencer. That's so embarrassing. That's just, it's not embarrassing. It's embarrassing that you think I care. So that's the mindset that I try and have. And I used to actually think I was one of the most confident people because I didn't care what other people thought and I've learned now that it is more than that. It's about self-acceptance like I said and it's just deeper than not caring. I just think that's the first step. So for me that really wasn't a struggle of mine. I feel like I just don't care what other people think and that might just be kind of a natural reaction for me but The reason I'm sharing that I've never met a confident person that tears other people down is because if you do struggle with that and that's something that you just can't get over what other people think of you, you're trying to please other people, just know that 
it's coming from a place of insecurity if they're trying to tear you down. Something about you is threatening them, it's making them jealous, or even doesn't have anything to do with you. And it just fully is them trying to put onto you what they feel. And that's sad. So that's a sad person. And like I said, confidence is happiness. So you can't let someone that's sad take away from your happiness. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to them. And it's not going to help the situation. So that's something that has helped me. And that's something that I share with my friends if they come to me and they feel like they're sad about what someone said about them or anything like that. You have to remember that you always have to come back to that. Confident people don't tear other people down. Also, look inward. If you're tearing other people down, if you're tearing down people behind other people's backs, if you're talking about other people, look inward and think, why am I doing that? Am I insecure about something? Am I insecure about what I'm trying to say about them? And that's honestly a hard thing to do, to turn inward and truly be self-aware, but it's also a huge part of self-acceptance. And you have to look at those things in your life that you're not proud of or look at yourself and see your flaws it's hard to do. Trust me. Like I have many flaws and that's where I used to be unconfident. But now when I look at my flaws, it's not about even like, oh, you need to fall in love with your flaws. You need to like be happy with this and this when sometimes a flaw is a flaw. Like for me, there's things that I don't love about myself. Like when I'm in a situation where there's a lot of people, I feel like I and like taking over and I'm talking the most because I don't want it to be awkward and I want everyone to have fun and I'm a people pleaser and then I feel like I'm being selfish and that's not a good thing. So it's not like I'm trying to fall in love with that part of me. It's more like I want to accept that part of me and know that I'm going to have flaws and the best thing I can do is work on what I don't love about myself and be okay with the fact that I'm going to have things that I need to work on. And I think that's where self-acceptance is. It's not about you need to love that part of you because maybe it's a part you do want to change or you want to work on. And that's okay because you don't want to feel like because you want to work on something about yourself that that's not self-love because it is self-love to me. And that kind of goes for fitness too. I get some questions sometimes where someone will say, hey, like, I know you talk a lot about self-love do you think that because I want to get stronger in the gym that that's not self-love or because I want to lose weight or gain weight, is that not self-love because I want to change something about myself? And that's another episode I could talk about is just like setting the goals and what's a positive goal in my opinion. But I don't think that there's this huge issue with wanting to be better and what you're considering better is up to you. For me, better like me bettering myself is me feeling better and it's me waking up with more energy being happier being positive working on myself so it's the way that you look at it it's not hating yourself for having that part of you that you don't love right now so that's a huge part of confidence because one of the tips that I want to give you guys one of the ways that you can become more confident is as simple as doing things to better yourself because that's showing yourself that you want to be better, that you're doing things for you, for your life, for your future. And that in itself really helps with confidence. That's probably the number one thing that's helped me with my, helped me with my confidence. 
Before we keep going, I want to talk really quickly about the sponsor of our podcast today, which is actually only our second podcast sponsor. I'm very picky when I choose the sponsors for this podcast, and Osea is actually sponsoring today's podcast. They actually have products that they love, and they care about providing value and quality. Skincare is something that makes me feel more confident. I'm outside so much more in the summertime, and with that, it's hard for my skin not to get more dry and just need a little bit more extra TLC. Osea sent me their Celebrity Loved Body Oil, and it's definitely a part of my new summer routine. It's something that you can use daily. It's actually seaweed infused, which helps keep your skin super healthy, smooth, nourished, glowing, all the things that I love. They actually have a new Total Body Glow Trio that you guys can pick up. It includes the body oil, moisturizing body scrub, and a plant-based body brush. All of these products, by the way, are clean, safe, and responsibly sourced. They're vegan, cruelty-free, and they're powered by the sea, which is really cool. So obviously, this is why I love Osea. I know you guys are going to love them too. If you want to check them out, you can go to oseamalibu.com. You'll actually get a special discount code if you're one of my listeners. You can use my code KN. You'll get 10% off your first order site-wide, and you'll actually get free samples with every single order. Orders over $50 get free shipping, so you're definitely not going to want to miss out. Go to oseamalibu.com and use promo code KN. Again, thank you so much, Osea, for sponsoring today's podcast, and let's get back into it. And with that, you want to follow through with what you're saying. You want to follow through with your goals. If you write your goals down, which is another thing, actually writing down a goal and being able to check it off, that makes a huge difference. Writing it physically down and being able to check it off or writing it in a notes app, whatever that looks like for you. But setting goals, following through with what you say, even if it's small, even if it's, I want to clean my room today. Well, follow through with that. If you say you want to clean your room, go clean your room. Have that discipline. Self-discipline is very directly correlated to confidence because you're proving to yourself that you can get these tasks done. You're proving to yourself that you're bettering yourself. And again, that term better is going to look different to everyone. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you say, I want to have a lazy day today because I'm super a workaholic and I'm constantly working and I'm constantly going out and I just want to have a day to myself to just chill and be lazy, sit on the couch, watch YouTube. That is your form of better. So when I say better and I'm referring to being like productive, I don't want you to think that that's the only way because that's just my way and I'm just sharing my experience. That's all I can do on my podcast is give my experience, but you want to make sure that it's what's working for you. So don't feel bad if you're better, quote unquote better is having a chill day or going to the beach one day like it's going to be different for everyone yes i'm on a fitness and wellness journey and that's what i'm passionate about but you might be different than me and maybe you're listening to this podcast because you're passionate about self-help but you're not passionate about fitness or wellness and that's okay um you always just have to spin whatever tip i'm trying to give for what you works for you in your life and that kind of goes with not people pleasing don't do it for other people don't do it for what it looks like Do it for you, what you truly, truly want to do. Another thing I want to touch on too is setting boundaries in your life. I've talked a lot about this and I've been 
really, really focusing on it this past year because when you set boundaries, it's kind of a way to protect yourself. And it's that same thing. It's showing up for yourself and it's making sure that you are setting up the life that you want. You're doing something for your own happiness and it's not easy to set a boundary, especially if it's like in a friendship or at work. It's really hard. I've struggled with it because there's a very fine line of wanting to just set a boundary and then maybe someone taking it in a different way or maybe someone spinning it. But say you're cutting off a friend that you just feel like the friendship isn't positive anymore. You guys aren't adding to each other's lives. It's draining you. It could get spun. Maybe they take it as an attack. Maybe they get defensive. But I've learned that you really, really just have to be confident in the way that you intend things to be because that's all you can control. I can't control how someone takes the way that I'm trying to live my life. I can't control if I intend for something to be a positive conversation. If I'm not trying to tear someone down, that's all I can do. And we can't control how other people react. And it's not even fair for us to because you can't tell someone not to feel emotional about something if it does make them feel emotional, even if you intend for it not to. There's that line of respect as well because you have to accept them and their boundaries. And it's definitely a struggle, especially being in your 20s, because I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I feel like not a lot of people focus on self-help and it's a very few group of people and definitely everyone listening right now, you are in it and you fully agree with self-help and you're trying to be on this journey. So you totally get it, but some people don't get it. Some people don't understand a boundary and they don't understand that living for you and self-love is a huge part of life and not people-pleasing and not doing everything for other people isn't selfish. And that's kind of hard for other people to understand. Sometimes I've, I've realized at least. So yeah, you just have to stay true to how you feel. That's huge. Stay true to you. Do things that genuinely are making you happy and don't feel bad for it. And just stick to what you know. You know you better than anyone. If your gut is telling you to set a boundary, set that boundary. And you can always reevaluate. It's hard to know what boundaries to set, but I just would say listen to your gut. And that's a huge part of confidence too. And the more you do these habits and the more you start to trust yourself, you become more in tune with what you actually want. And that took me a long time. That's where it was more of a journey. That's like a year, two years. Even right now, I just feel like I'm like constantly, constantly learning more about myself and what I truly love and what I truly want for my life. And I'm not being like influenced in, influenced into anything that isn't me. Whereas two years ago, yeah, I felt more confident when I started implementing these habits and at the beginning of like my fitness and wellness journey, I started feeling really good, but I'm definitely farther today. And that's why it's a journey. Just like your fitness journey, confidence is the same thing. It's going to take time. Anything good takes time. I've said that 2000 times to you guys and it still reigns true. And another thing that I've said literally 2000 times, but I'm going to keep saying it is if you struggle with self-love, try giving yourself compliments. It's so simple. If you are seriously negative self-talking about something, change it. I can't tell you how many times I'm talking to someone and they're like, oh, I just uh, I just don't like my arms. Like, it's one of my biggest insecurities. I hate my arms. Well, 
I'm not going to tell anyone what not to say, but for me and my experience, talking so negatively to yourself about something that is you on your body, it's just so pointless. Nothing comes from it. And I know that it's natural and it's a way of venting. So I don't want to say don't do this, don't do this. But I've found that when I don't talk about myself that way, I just don't feel it as deeply. And if I do talk about it and it comes out of my mouth or I start to think it on the days that I have negative body image days or anything like that, I just redirect my thoughts. And I've said that before and I know it gets repetitive, but sometimes you need to just be reminded and I need to be reminded because I've been on a self-love journey for a very long time and I'm trying to be confident and nice to myself. And yeah, there's days I wake up and I think things about myself and then I just try and counteract that and think, okay, I'm not going to talk about my legs right now because they work, they're moving. So why do I care what they look like? The most important thing is that they got me out of bed today. And yeah, that's the hardest part with confidence because it hits you right when you don't realize it and you think you're at the peak of confidence and then something happens. And that goes for like even how I say, oh, I've never really cared what people think of me most of the time. But do I get a YouTube comment that makes me second guess something? Yeah, of course. I'm human and we naturally are going to be affected by things that people say and that's okay. It's what you do with it and it's about working towards caring more about how you see yourself than how other people see you and this is harsh but it's honestly true most people don't love themselves so why do I care if someone loves me if they probably don't even love and accept themselves so that's pretty eye-opening whenever I heard that I started to feel better because I used to compare myself to how everyone else felt and when I realized that everyone else is like me, they have insecurities, they wake up and they feel negative about things. It Not that it made me feel better that other people felt like shit about themselves, but it made me feel less alone in the fact that I'm not the least confident person in the world. Confident person in the world. Other people have insecurities and I'm not going to let them tear me down when they have insecurities in themselves. I'd rather not surround myself with them because no one needs to be surrounded by someone that's tearing them down. That's where I would set a boundary. I can't surround myself with people who are tearing me down because it's not fair to me. Something I've always said is I work so hard to be happy. I really do. I care so much about my mental health and that's a struggle for me because I do deal with mental health and it sucks and I try to be open about it but it's also really hard to open up, up about mental health because people compare your life to others and oh my gosh how could you be so sad when you have such an amazing life you have such a great relationship you're an influencer you post your life in all your highlight reels and yeah it's hard to understand that people have issues no matter how good their life looks they can have mental health struggles and I've always had mental health struggles I've gone to therapy since I was I don't remember, but my mom put me in therapy, I think, when I was in, like, kindergarten. I'm not kidding. So, I've struggled with mental health for such a long part of my life, and it's so frustrating. It's literally the most frustrating thing in my life, but what I'm getting at is I care so much about myself to the point where I'll do anything to be happy. I'll do anything to work on myself. So, why 
in the world would I let someone else take away from that and ruin that for me? So that's why I do set boundaries and I'm very reluctant at starting friendships and getting close to people and I'm just aware because I don't want to let anything into my world and my bubble that could hurt my self-esteem and mental health any more than I already kind of have you know I'm sorry if this is getting too deep but I mean it's important to share and I feel like maybe someone else feels this way too so um this is like turning into one of my therapy sessions which I actually don't go to therapy right now and I stopped going to therapy honestly and I don't know why so I do really want to get back into it so I'm promising myself right now that I'm gonna get back into therapy and you guys can hold me to it too and maybe this will inspire you if you want to get into therapy or if you want to get back to therapy let's do it together I think everyone can benefit from talking to a professional about mental health even if you feel like you don't need to I just don't see any harm in talking to a therapist so Anyway, something else I want to talk about is just little things that you can do in your day-to-day life that do make you seem more confident. And these are things that I try and work on. You want to stand up straight. If you're being closed off and you're kind of hunched over and you're trying to comfort yourself and kind of hug yourself, that shows. And a confident stance is just putting your head up, putting your shoulders back. I really love this one instructor at my spin studio who always talks about this and I've never heard someone talk about this in fitness and literally this spin instructor I only go to her classes like nine times out of ten I only take her classes because I really really love her and I'm so happy I found an instructor here that I connect with because it makes such a difference when you love an instructor I love her music oh my gosh I just love her class Um, and she also does like slower songs and when I spin I prefer a heavier slower ride but so when we're spinning she always will say like put your chest up like put your shoulders back ride like you're confident or I forget what she says but she always like makes it a point to be like be confident the fact that you're working out like sit up straight and be proud of yourself and like yes you also want to like put your shoulders up because that's the correct way to spin and she's just saying that because she wants us to spin correctly, avoid injury. But I love that she also adds, like, be proud of yourself. Put your chin up. And I just love it. I don't know. I, it stuck with me. And it truly does work. It's a way to feel more confident is just standing up straight, putting your shoulders back, chin up. Another thing is speak without second guessing yourself. I struggle with this. And if you listen to my podcast, you know it. I always am like, does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Do you guys get what I'm saying? And that's not the way to be confident because you don't want to end a sentence with now contradicting what you said. And especially for me, it's like, oh, listen to me. I have all these tips. I'm so good at fitness and wellness. And then I'm like, do you guys get what I mean? Like it just tears down the confident side of me. So it's really hard not to do it because it's so natural, but just wait for other people to respond or just be confident ending it there. You don't need to ask for that second reassurance or second guess yourself Or be like, I hope that makes sense. Like, it did. And if it didn't, that's fine. You already said it. So just try not to go back. Um, Another thing is just taking pauses before you speak. Sammy Clark taught me this like a year ago. And I've been doing it for so long. And I really, really love it. Take a second. If you want to pause before answering, you have the right to do that. You don't have to be the quickest responder. You don't have to have all of the answers right away. If someone asks you something take a second, think about it, and then respond. If they say, do you want to go to a party tonight? Think for a second, do I? 
truly do I want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Or no, I don't really feel like it. You know, take a second and actually find what you truly really like want to do and truly feel. And I've learned that a lot with being on other people's podcasts. When I first started going on podcasts, I felt like I had to minimize all the awkward pauses. It's okay to have long breaks, even if they don't edit it out. And even if it sounds awkward, I don't care. I'd rather come back with a strong answer than be rushed and not feel 100% with what I'm saying. So yeah, that's one thing. The last one I want to share is still following through with the habits that make you feel your best when you have a shitty day. Those are the days I want to do things the least. Those are the days I just want to lay in bed all day. And I know myself and I know what pulls myself out of like a mental health rut, a negative body image day, um, maybe an anxious day. I know the things that help me because I have been on this journey for a while and it'll take time for you to find that. But some days I wake up and I do feel negative and I don't want to do anything. I don't want to work out. I don't want to feel better. That's what it comes down to. I know working out will make me feel better. But in that moment of sadness, I'm like, I don't even want to. But then when I have the discipline to actually follow through with it, even on those days, it makes me feel 10 times better because I'm working on myself even when I don't want to. Even though most of the time I want to, the days that I don't, I truly think those are the most important days. That's what I'll leave you guys with. I really hope this episode helped because these are things that truly help me and trying new things like this and opening my eyes to this type of conversation really helped me. And like I said before, I feel so much more confident. I have my days, but I am confident and I'm proud to say that. I'm a confident person. People tell me I'm confident, not that it matters what they think, but people will tell me that you're so confident. I wish I could be as confident as you. You seem so confident. And like when I go into interviews in the past or like when I'm with my mom and we're talking to someone and we walk away, she's always like, you are so confident. And I love that. And even Hunter, he said that many times that that's one of his favorite qualities of of me because it's attractive to people and friends to be around people that are confident because again confidence is happiness and you can see it and you can feel it and surrounding yourself with confident happy people makes you more confident and happy therefore it's attractive to people people want to be around that and yeah you want to do it for yourself and you want to have self-love self-acceptance but we're all human. We want friends. We want to surround ourselves with people that want to be around us. And it's just another way to add to that. So the journal prompt this week is going to be, these are the things I'm most confident about myself. So write down all the things. It could be the longest list. It could be a short list. Get out as much as you can. What are you confident about yourself? What do you love about yourself? Your personality, your mindset. What do you love about yourself? And I've done journal prompts similar to this, but really focus on like what makes you confident when you wake up that spark of confidence what is it coming from so i hope you guys enjoyed today's video or podcast i always do that because yes i have a youtube channel if you're new here i post youtube videos every single wednesday and sunday sometimes it goes to like mondays and fridays but most of the time wednesdays and sundays i do two videos a week on there and if you guys don't follow me yet on instagram i post every single day on my story I post reels. I started on TikTok. I usually post TikToks like once a day or whenever I have creativity. I do a lot of like recipes on there and just like day in the lives. But 
definitely follow me on the other platforms. I feel like I always get DMs where people are like, oh, I followed you on here and I didn't realize like this was you on your podcast. So I feel like it's fun to put a name to a face. So definitely go look at my Instagram, my TikTok, whatever is your favorite platform. And also please leave a review. I feel like I always forget to say this, but reviews are so important for podcasts. And if you made it to the end of this podcast, that means a lot to me. And I hope you liked it because you did stay till the end. So if you did like it, please give it a five-star rating and just leave a little review of just what you love about this podcast, what you maybe want me to add to it, take away. I'm always open to any type of commentary about my work. So let me know. But thank you guys for listening and I'll talk to you guys next week. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.